What's happening, my Jack family? Coach Scott here. Welcome to another episode of Jack at 40 Podcast. Today I'm gonna to answer some great questions that Kevin asked in the comment section in one of my recent videos. He asked, have I ever had any clients come to me with the goal of just losing weight, getting lean after 40, and eventually through that process, they get to the point where they start considering like, maybe I could step on stage, and then eventually get to that point where they do compete in bodybuilding. And then he further asks, uh, what percentage of the population do I think could actually be competitive on stage. He knows that anyone can compete if they wanted to. They could step on stage, but should they? I think those are fantastic questions. And I'm going to start off by saying like, yes, absolutely. I have had clients come to me with just a simple goal of getting lean and then eventually stepping on stage. And that's been an experience that I have gone through myself personally as well. When I lost 50 pounds of fat 10 years ago, I had no intention of stepping on stage and competing in bodybuilding. Actually, up to that point, I thought bodybuilding was one of the most ridiculous sports out there. The idea of stepping on stage in teeny tiny posing trunks did not appeal to me at all. But once I went through that transformation and I did a couple of photo shoots, I had people starting to encourage me like, dude, you're like lean enough. You're so close. It wouldn't take long to get stage shredded. You should really consider competing, especially like I got a decent structure and everything. But I thought to myself, I mean, at that time when I first let, lost that 50 pounds of fat, I ended up weighing 137 pounds. Like I was like thinking, I'm, I'm a small guy. Why I, I shouldn't be competing in bodybuilding, but it was Tom Venuto. I remember he was here for a visit. We went for a lot walk along the marina here. And he was sharing stories of how there are lightweight bodybuilders who have won overall competitions. They beat the bigger heavyweights. He's like, as long as you have like a proportional symmetrical physique and you know how to present your physique, you, your physique can look more impressive at 140 pounds, 145 pounds, uh, than some of the guys who are 200, 225, 230 pounds on stage. And I forget the guy's name, the competitor, I think he was referred to as like Mighty Mouse or something on stage there. So Tom just kept nourishing that. And still at the time, like, eh, it was giving me some food for thought, but I still, the idea of stepping on stage just didn't quite appeal to me. But then, like, after the photo shoots, I started really looking, viewing my body as a work of art and bodybuilding as an art form. I was kind of thinking, you know what? Stepping on stage, it could kind of be like my little art gallery there. So I wasn't doing it necessarily to. Well, I want to, if I'm going to do anything, I want to win. Of course I want to win. I'm, I'm competitive by nature, but uh, I, I just, I really wanted to, I was starting to think, you know what, it would be a fun experience. And I started practicing some of the poses and I really realized that, holy smokes, like there's a lot of control. There's a lot of great mind muscle connection going on here. Like learning how to present your body, learning how to control your physique actually ended up being a lot of carryover into my training. I had better mind muscle connection with my workouts because of all the practice posing I was doing leading up to that competition. So um, I did compete a few times. I really have no desire to ever compete again. Uh, but I do have clients come to me uh, from time. Actually, I have very few clients who come to me with that goal of right out of the gates. Scott, I want to be a competitive bodybuilder. Get me stage shredded right now. I've got 50 pounds to lose to get to the stage. And usually in those cases, oftentimes I will describe discourage some people from um, competing. I'm like, let's just get lean first. Get get that goal. Get to where you're, you feel your best. You, you're looking your best. You have lots of energy. You have zest, vitality. You're living your life to the fullest. And, and hold that. Maintain that. Embrace that. Enjoy where you feel your best. And then from that point, decide 
You know what? I, I do. I do have this desire to step on stage and uh, and compete. I want to see how I would stack up against other people on stage, or I just want to be a part of that experience. I think that's the biggest thing. Like when someone comes to me, it's really important to know like why. Why the heck do you want to compete? What is your reasoning? What is your rationale? And because there are pros and cons of getting stage shredded, and I think for for some people, like the pros, like we're just competitive in nature. It's a sport. It's an avenue. It's an outlet for us. Um, and if you love bodybuilding, it can be a great way of measuring your progress. If you're competing every couple of years, and you see, all right, this is, I, I competed the first time. The judges came to me, said I needed to um, build out my delts a little bit more to make myself look even more symmetrical or I need to add some thickness to certain areas or anything like that and, and you take that information and then you apply it to your training and then you step on stage a couple of years later and see did I make those improvements and it was there measurable progress did I gain some muscle through this process and did I gain it strategically in a way because like with bodybuilding yes it's critical yes they are judging your physique but it's based on proportions and symmetry and stuff that's going to make you look aesthetically pleasing to begin with so it's stuff that is is kind of fun to focus with and bodybuilding um, in general anyways there's a con to that, we'll get to that in a moment as well. But if you are if you are competitive by nature, you're using it as a way to kind of gauge your progress um, from year to year or every couple of years, I think that can be great. Some people, it's, they don't care how they are going to place on stage. They're just, it's a bucket list item for them. They just have this desire, I've always wanted to step on stage, I've gotta do this or just my life won't feel complete. Okay, that's it's a buckleless goal. You can you can go for that. And there's, and I think that's the main thing. If you just again want to view your body as a work of art, and and it's one thing to do a photo shoot, but that kind of takes it to that next level. And for some people, it's just great accountability as well. Like there's nothing, nothing <laughs> was more had me more focused to achieve my fat loss goals than stepping on stage. I knew if I'm going to step on stage in front of this crowd of people. I better damn well stick to my freaking plan here. I can't. I can't be veering off. I don't want to look anything less than my best uh, when it comes to stepping on stage. So it was. It really was the ultimate accountability for me. Um, so there's lots of there's there's some pros in regards to reasonings why you want to to step on stage. And again, I think that accountability is it's a huge uh, factor. The enjoyment of the competitive nature of it all and measuring your progress and, and just being a bucket list item. And you see a lot of people want to run a marathon because it's a bucket list item. It doesn't mean they're going to be doing marathons for the rest of their life. It just you do it once. Check, <laughs> move on. So uh, we all have our different rationale, different pros that, that come from that. But if you do decide to compete, you gotta be aware of some of the cons that come along with it. It is not healthy to be stage shredded. I mean, your body is going to be fighting you every step of the way there. When you're that lean, it's going to be in survival mode. You're gonna have intense cravings. You're gonna feel hungry all the freaking time, no matter how much you eat. You're gonna feel cold. Your hormones can get out of whack. Your testosterone is going to be in the tank. A lot of guys would get stage shredded. Libido, forget it. Like sex drive is just gone when you're that lean. It seems to be like even in natural bodybuilding right now, you have got to be crazy freaking peeled. Like the glute striations off the chart. Like you're talking about like 
such little body fat in there and that is just not healthy for you. It's not going to be protective of your body at all. Like I said, your body is going to be fighting you every step of the way. There's just so much that is not good about being in that state. But again, if you are a competitive bodybuilder uh, and you know what to expect. You know it's just meant to be a peak state and you're gonna get out of that. You're gonna step on stage, do your business there, and then move on, kind of get out of that state and get back to a healthier uh, body fat percentage and be happy, then you're, you're golden. But I do find with a lot of people who compete for the first time, after they get stage shredded, it completely screws with their mind, the image that they have in their head of what lean looks like. They no longer think like a beach body is good enough, like having just decent abs, a decent six pack is, is good enough. They've got to have freaking veins and striations carved out everywhere, like their abs, ab veins crawling up like to them, that's lean. And they think like that's, I've achieved this sta standard, this bodybuilding stage shredded standard. And this is, this is where I've got to stay. This is lean. This is great, but it, it is not a healthy state to be in. And I've seen many negative consequences come from fellow bros, fellow men over 40 who stay stay shredded for, for too long. It just really, really screws with them. And it's amazing how they can kind of talk themselves in, in their head that, oh yeah, I'm fine, I'm doing okay. And then afterwards they snap out of it and they realize, you know, I was just kidding myself along. I, all, all along, I wasn't feeling good during that time being stage shredded. I didn't, my, I didn't have any libido at all, no sex drive. Uh, I was weak, I uh, was cold all the time, my sleep was interrupted, I wasn't having, my bowel movements were all thrown off, there's just all these different things that they weren't really paying attention because they were just focused on, man, look how freaking crazy shredded I am, and that was their new standard of being lean, and when they got up to, uh, the idea of getting up to just lean enough to have a nice beach body, to them, that was somewhat fat and so they just really created that sense of body dysmorphia and um, really really screwed with their their image of what a healthy physique uh, should look like and it interesting enough is that stage shredded yeah when you see the, the the professional photos done when someone's on stage or you get a professional photo shoot backstage and all the right lighting you're all got a great pump on and everything uh, tanned all that kind of stuff it can look good but I gotta tell you like backstage most competitors look like freaking shit I did not look my best like on stage when I competed, I looked good. Um, backstage, like some of the pictures with my fam, like, oh my God, that look so terrible. Like, just so, like my, my head was definitely like a skeleton. It's already lean enough right now where I don't have any fat on me. But yeah, I just look, my head looked like a skeleton and just not much to you. You look so much better when you do fill out, you have some body fat on you. I'm not talking about tons of body fat, but um, stage shredded is, it's not, if you see someone who's stage shredded, not on the stage out in the beach, and you compare it to other people with beach bodies, the people with just normal beach bodies are going to look way better than someone who is stage shredded out there on the beach. It's just not a great look unless you're posing for the camera and the right lighting with the right tan, with a great pump and all that kind of stuff. So um, it definitely is not an appealing look that is attractive to really most people out there. I didn't find myself attractive when I was stage shredded there. I couldn't wait to get a little bit more fat on me and get back to where I feel my best and I look my best. Uh, other cons that come from the whole process of 
competing and being on stage, like I mentioned earlier, you are allowing others to judge you. And I see, I see this being a, a really negative consequence to a lot of people because they were already critical of their physique and now they got other people telling them, well, your chest, you need to add more mass to your chest. Your chest isn't thick enough. Your, your shoulders are too narrow. Uh, you need, like, just picking apart your body. Then you start looking at yourself in your mirror and you're like, man, I'm, yeah, I guess I'm not good enough. I'm not, you're just trying to live up to someone else's expectations. And I think that can be really harmful, especially for us men over 40 who are near our genetic potential and trying to do so naturally without any performance enhancing drugs or even without any kind of a testosterone replacement therapy. The idea of trying to pack on mass in certain areas is it's a challenge, but at least at this stage of the game, like specialized training is great for us men over 40. So if you're going to focus on building a thicker chest, you just need to know that you need to dial the volume back with everything else so you can have all your body's resources going towards trying to build your chest. But again, it's still going to be a very slow and steady process. And it's not like you're gonna see a huge dramatic difference if you're trying to do so naturally uh, after 40. So again, that can be a negative um, consequence. It can be a con if you're really allowing the judgment of others to have an impact on your self-worth, your self-value. So um, you gotta be very, very careful with that. Now Kevin asked, what percentage of the population do I think can actually be competitive on stage? It's one thing anyone can decide to compete and get out there and just have fun uh, on stage, present your physique and just soak up the atmosphere there. Uh, but how many can actually be competitive? And really, it depends Like if you're talking like a serious lineup out there. A lot of it really comes down to genetics. Like having, did you win the genetic lottery or, or not? Like structure, your structure is absolutely key. Like for me, again, talked in the past, I got, was lucky to be born with long clavicle bones, which gives me a natural kind of V taper, even without having to pack on lots of muscle onto my shoulders. But some guys could have the wide shoulders, but they also have thicker waist. I probably don't, even though my waist is pretty narrow, it's like 29 and a quarter inches when I am crazy lean. Um, my hips are a little bit bigger, like my hip bones kind of stick out a little bit much and um, just the way your muscles, so not just bone structure, but then there's muscle tie-ins and all that stuff. It all plays a huge factor in how even you can maximize your physique. You could do everything you can to optimize your training and, and do the best to, to bring up certain body parts. But if you were born with narrow clavicle bones, it you can only pack on so much muscle onto your shoulders you can't make yourself crazy wider, wider, wider. So it's going to be a lot more challenging for you to, to stack up against someone who, like me, was born with longer clavicles and has a naturally wider shoulder base there. And then some guys are just born thicker with a bit more of a barrel chest. So from the side, they're gonna look more impressive than someone like myself. I go to the side and I don't have a very thick chest. So um, it's going to be a lot tougher for me to measure up in that aspect there. Um, but I gotta tell you, like, even like genetic structure and everything as well, a lot of it comes down to how well you pose, how you can control your body. I spoke earlier about how Tom Venuto mentioned to me that some lightweight bodybuilders have won the overall in 
contests, competition, like beating the heavyweights. And a lot of it comes down to not only them having great proportion, balance, symmetry, but how they present their physique, how they're able to hit their poses. One of the competitions I was at, I played second as a lightweight bodybuilder. Uh, the young kid who beat me was 20 years old. Uh, so he won the juniors, he won the lightweight, and then he ended up winning the overall competition as well. This kid, like backstage, is looking at him like, you know what, we're close, we're close. I might actually, I think I've got an edge on him um, just based on how we looked relaxed standing side by side. When he struck his um, lat spread, his back lat spread, oh my freaking God, like his back opened up huge. He just had this incredible control of his physique and it was able to present his physique in a way that made him look much bigger than he is. So there's a lot that goes into that. If you are going to decide to compete, you really need to put your time into practice posing. I mean, I did a ton hours and hours of posing. I was always down the basement. And the great thing is like, not only was I practicing myself, but I was lucky enough to be in a gym at a time where there's two other um, young guys who were competing around the same time. So we would go down into the aerobic room and practice our posing. We would put on YouTube videos of the um, shows of the past that we were actually going to attend where you know the announcer is the same announcer every single time. You kind of pick up his tempo. You kind of know like, all right, this, this judge is calling you to do the poses. He's tends to have you hold these poses a little bit longer or he's going to get you going through them a little bit quicker. So it really, it was fun to kind of play different videos and have like, you're listening to the judge telling you like, it's almost like you're there on stage and then having other people, because it's one thing to practice on your own. You get on stage, you got, you're bumping elbows with other people. It's a whole different ball game. You don't want to get thrown off from all that. So there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot to consider. There's a financial investment in as well. For us men, it's not as expensive, like posing trunks, like 30 bucks. So that's not a big deal. Spray tanning can be like 150 bucks. Um, if your show is out of town, then you get your travel fees, hotel fees. You're gonna wanna bring an extra blanket with it because you got tanning, You're, you don't wanna ruin the hotel bed there. Um, the cost to get into the event, to compete in that event. And oftentimes when you're competing in that event, you also got to um, get a membership into, like pay for a membership into that organization as well that allows you to compete. So you get a membership fee and then an entry fee. Um, and then if you're gonna compete in different categories, some guys will compete in bodybuilding and men's physique or classic physique and men's physique. Um, so if you're gonna compete in multiple, multiple categories, it's gonna cost more money there as well. So you gotta decide, is it worth it to, uh, to invest that kind of money to step on stage and what are you going to get out of it? Like, what are you hoping to get out of this experience? Are you, do you just want the experience? You just want to be a part of the atmosphere? Cause like, the one competition is that the atmosphere sucked backstage. Like everyone looked like death. Everyone was cranky. It wasn't no camaraderie or anything. Then it competed another time and, and the backstage was just freaking alive with energy and everyone supporting each other. And um, it was just so much fun. we had a blast backstage. So that was an incredible experience. And then just the experience of walking out on stage, hearing your family cheering for you. And um, man, like I'll never forget, like the first time I competed and my, uh, my routine, I did Michael Jackson Thriller. It was right before Halloween. And um, 
definitely I was not the biggest guy on stage or anything, but and, and hearing everyone else going on to do their routine afterwards, you hear the claps and everything, the crowd freaking went nuts. I loved it. Like just hearing the crowd go nuts for my routine made my day. It didn't matter how I placed in that competition, came in third to that competition. And uh, just, just the response from the crowd, I got the best response from the crowd, which uh, absolutely made my day. Um, but yeah, hearing my, my see, knowing my kids were in the stage watching me, um, and just hearing hearing them cheering me on was uh, it meant the world to me. So there's so many different little pros and cons to that. Um, again, a big reason for me why I probably have I have no desire to compete again is I just my physique. I don't I'm not progressing enough. It's like I could step on stage again right now, but I'm not all that different than I was the last time I competed. Why really do it? I'm not going to get any kind of like really, really financial gain out of this. I'm not looking. It's not like I'm going to get more sponsorships or anything like that. You're gonna your chances of getting sponsorships are a lot greater than trying to trying to be like insta famous or something like that. Being an influencer on Instagram and social media is such a better route of trying to get sponsorships than competing in bodybuilding or anything like that. So, um, like you even look at like the top the top bodybuilders in the world. So many of them are not like they're not getting any financial gain from competing. It's like they got to work their butts off to try to find like how can I turn this into a business myself, selling my own workout programs and all that kind of stuff. Like you got to have some sort of uh, edge out there. Um, otherwise, you're not looking like payout isn't going to be a big deal from competing. So uh, again, in the big picture, you got to really evaluate like why are you doing this? Is it a bucket list item? Do you just want to do it for the experience? Do you want to see how far you can push your body? But knowing that it's just a temporary state. You've got to get out of there. It's not healthy to be down there at that level of leanness. But more than anything, like I really want you to focus on just getting to that point of being lean, feeling your best, looking your best, and holding that, owning that before you decide to compete. Because I think if you are trying to lose like 50, 60 pounds and, and your goal is not just to get lean, it's I want to step on stage right now, you're going to get down there, you're going to be able to feel so incredibly deprived, depleted, hormones in the tank, uh, cold all the time, and your chances of rebounding upwards are going to be a lot greater. Whereas if you get lean, a nice beach body lean, and you hold that for a little bit, it's not all that much extra work to go from there to stage shredded, and then you get back up to being your lean. You already know where you feel your best and look your best. You're not where you, you know that you're not going, you're actually going to start to go from your beach body to stay shredded. You're going to actually start looking worse, um, but it's a bucket list kind of item for you to step on stage, get that experience and get back to your beach body afterwards, I think is, uh, it's a good approach to, to take there. So get lean first and then decide, hey, is stage shredded something that I want to do temporarily, bucket list, celebrate my body as a work of art and present it on stage in front of other people and hear what judges have to say and and take that as a way of um, positive criticism. All right, maybe these are areas I could work out, I could could bring up and, and try to improve upon my physique from there. So again, overall in the big picture, I'd say for most of my clients, I kind of discourage them. I don't think it's worth it 
to get stage shredded, especially like some people who throw it. I'm like, I'm thinking of competing or whatever, and I kind of listen to their reasons why. I'm like, eh, it's not a strong enough reason why to put your body through all of that. Um, just enjoy being lean and having a beach body, I think is a great approach overall. Uh, and it's gonna serve you better over the long term. So I hope that addressed um, all of your questions there, Kevin. I appreciate the questions. I think it's a great topic because I think a lot of people kind of have that on. They're like, stage shredded, like that's the ultimate. You look your best and you definitely do not look your best when you're stage shredded at all. And you certainly do not feel your best, but um, there is good. Like I'm glad I did do it uh, at the time because it is a great memory that I have competing on stage and especially those times where the, the energy backstage was very positive. Lots of camaraderie going on and, and actually, you know what, I gotta say, like the first bodybuilding competition that I ever went to, like once I decided I, wa I was going to compete, I went to a bodybuilding competition to see what the heck to expect. I've never been to one before and it was actually the first time where I ever felt like, oh my God, I belong. Like these are my people. Like these are all the people who are super fascinated with their physique. Like everyone in there is like, it just has a whole different, I'm like, I'm not alone. <laughs> There's other people who are just like me out there. It's kind of validating, I guess you could say, but uh, it was just really cool to see, like be in a building where everyone was kind of on the same page. There was a pretty, pretty darn cool experience. So overall, I think now I'm, I'm rambling, but I hope that answered your question and um, I appreciate it. If you have any more questions, be sure to share them. I'd love to address them in future Jacked at the 40 podcast. If you did enjoy today's podcast, please do me a favor and smash that thumbs up button. I'd really, really appreciate it. If you know a fellow bro who would benefit from listening to today's podcast, do me a favor and share it with them. More than anything, I'd love to hear from you down in the comment section below. Share your thoughts, share your feedback, share your insights. I would love to hear from you. And if you are a fellow competitor, I'd love to hear what your experiences have been. If you are thinking of competing, I'd love to hear the reasons why you're thinking of competing. So drop those comments down below. And before you go, don't forget to download your free guide, Shredded After 40, step-by-step kind of blueprint sharing exactly what it takes to get shredded after 40 and uh and uh yeah hope you have yourself an amazing day i will catch you in the next podcast